Good morning, everybody, and welcome to our Developability Podcast episode for today. My name is Eric Stoker, and I'm the Information Specialist for the Utah Development Displaced Council, and we've got a great show for you today. The 2023 Utah State Legislative Session starts on Tuesday, January 17th. A lot of you are wondering what bills that are happening up at Capitol Hill that will affect people with disabilities and their families for the upcoming legislative session. So join me here in the studio to talk about it is Mary Yuri, who is the Utah Developmental Disabilities Council's Public Policy Specialist. And she's going to be talk, take, talking excuse me, about what bills are in process right now on Capitol Hill. So Mary, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come and talk to us about what bills are happening up at Capitol Hill in Salt Lake City, Utah. We had a lot of pro- positive feedback the last couple of years with the caregiver compensation program that's been in place uh, due to the public health emergency. And we already have ongoing funding for the spousal caregiver compensation. So spouses that are taking care of um, someone who is receiving Medicaid funding through one of the waivers. But um, the parent caregiver compensation, that's been unique to this last couple years. But we want to make that an ongoing thing because it's been really, really helpful for a lot of families. Um, so that's a big one is just trying to get permanent funding so that that doesn't end. At the moment, it's only funded through about June. So yeah, hoping to make that more permanent, a more permanent program. Um, and then of course, we're always looking at the wait list. The DSPD wait list currently still has, I'm not sure the exact number, it fluctuates, but somewhere in the 4,000s, um, 4,000 300, 4,500, something like that. A lot of people that are waiting for services and people are constantly being added. Um, So even though we're taking people off, we're still getting more people who need services. So that's always, um, always a topic, trying to figure out how do we keep helping people and not making them wait for years, in some cases, decades, but hopefully not for much longer. So, yeah, we've got a couple bills. Um, I know Representative uh, Daily Provo is working on some bills with disability service coverage. Um, Representative Ward is also working on a couple bills. I know he's trying to bring a bill in this year that would add um, ongoing funding as a permanent, uh, permanent thing every year the legislature would just make sure that we fund X amount of people to get taken off the wait list. And that would just be part of the base budget. And then later on, they could still talk about adding more if we had some extra money from something or we we wanted to do a big surge, we could add more. But he's hoping to make it so that there'll be at least a minimum number of people added every year automatically, no matter what. Um, so yeah, we've got a couple exciting bills. And then, of course, there's other ones like transportation-related bills, accessible transportation, accessible parking spots, um, mental health and first responders, mental health law enforcement, um, stuff like that. But those ones I don't have a lot of information about yet. So um, once we kind of get the bill language or we can get some more communication with the bill sponsors, then we'll get a better idea Um, how relevant those ones are for our community. So it seems like we have a lot of things happening this this upcoming legislative session for self-advocates and their families to advocate for. That's going to be really fun this year. I'm really excited to see what happens. Yeah. My next question, Mary, is 
How can we help self-advocates and their families prepare for this upcoming legislative session? Yeah, so um, we've got a couple things. Um, we, as the DD Council, we like to create talking points, just documents with some facts, some basic statistics, data that you can share. Um, and we're always working on updating those. So on our website right now, under the resources tab, um, there's legislative engagement, and we have a few documents there already um, talking about some of the main talking points for caregiver compensation and the wait list, other things like that. Um, and we're currently working right now on updating those so that they're current going into this year. So over the next couple weeks or next couple months, um, we should see some updates to those. Um, we also will be doing some action alerts throughout the session. So I'll be watching the legislative calendars, looking to see when are bills being discussed in the committee, when will they be open for public comment so that self-advocates or family members could come in and share their story um, with the legislature legislators, either face-to-face -face in the room or virtually. That's the one good thing about COVID is that a lot of things opened up virtually. So people who can't necessarily make it in person, it's a little bit more accessible now. Yeah. So if you um, if email isn't really your thing, you prefer social media, then you can just follow us on Facebook and get those updates there. Yeah. And then there's going to, of course, be a couple events at the Capitol um, that I'll mention later where you can also come and talk to legislators. That's awesome, Mary. So. The next question is, what advocacy tips do you have for families and self-advocates to advocate and talk about policy with their legislators? What tips do you have for us? Yeah, so I would say one thing is just practicing talking with a legislator. It sounds kind of silly, like, oh, I can just go talk to them. But sometimes you get there, you get nervous, you forget what you were going to say. <laughs> and you're like, I know I had a point but now I'm nervous. And so it really does help to practice with a family member, with a friend, even just in the mirror, your story. Um, and that can also be if you wanna practice writing it down, you know, kind of some people writing kind of helps solidify it more in their brain. For me, I'm more of a verbal person. Um, so if I need to write something down, I actually, a lot of times will just get my phone and I'll do like the microphone voice to text and I'll say my story and it'll text it out for me and then I can go back and edit it. Um, Cause that's, I don't know why, but writing for me gives me a lot of anxiety, but talking very natural. So I just talk it to my phone and then I can edit the writing. Um, and that, then you can send that out as an email, a letter, or you can just have it as a little script um, if you're meeting face-to-face -face or talking verbally with someone. Um, so yeah, practice writing down your story, practice, saying it. Other than that, I would say some good tips for legislators is one, knowing who your legislators are. Um, so obviously it's good to talk to all the legislators because they all get a vote. They all have a say in these bills. But if you know who the legislators are over your geographic area, the ones that you vote for, um, legislators are especially keen to hear from legislators in their district because they know those are the people voting for them. Um, so you can go on to the legislative website. It's le.utah.gov. And just um, you can look at legislators, find my legislator, 
has a place for you to type in your address, and then it'll pull up your senator and your representative. But like I said, you don't have to just talk to them. You can talk to any of the legislators and just introduce yourself. I would say whatever you have, like any interaction you have with them, just keep it short and sweet. Um, they're very, very busy. They're running from one thing to the next. So whether you're meeting in person, just keep the meeting short. Or if it's an email or a letter, try to keep it to one page um, and just kind of share some of the facts, some talking points, um, and a little bit of your story, how this Im issue impacts you, and if the bill did pass, how it would either help or be harmful to you. And then another thing, my last thing I would say is you can be direct when you're talking to them. They appreciate directness. They appreciate knowing what it is you want them to do. It's important to share your story so that they understand why you want them to do whatever you're asking them to do, but it's important that they know what you're asking them to do. So it's totally fair for you, um, especially as a private citizen, you can just be very direct, like I so-and-so want you to vote for or against this bill because this, and then tell your story. Um, yeah, and that's pretty good. I like those tips, Mary. Those are some good tips. My last question is, Talk to us about Disability Advocacy Day. Yes, so Disability Advocacy Day. Um, we've done this for a few years. Um, this is gonna be my first year doing it just cause I um, was just hired recently with the DD Council, but I'm very excited to get involved. Um, the UDDC, Utah Parent Center, the USU Institute for Disability Research Policy Practice, um, and various other organizations will all be getting together to share information. Um, it's going to be January 23rd. I believe that's a Monday. Um, and it'll be from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. in the rotunda in the Capitol. And we're just going to have a lot of tables there. Um, and a lot of organizations will be there to share facts, to share handouts, information. And it's a great place for any advocate, family member to come. You can learn more information about issues and you can share information about issues. So the legislators are going to be coming through there um, throughout the day. They'll be coming and going and stopping at the tables to learn more about the issues and you can meet with them face-to-face. -face. If you're nervous to contact them directly and set up a meeting one-on-one, -on -one, um, then that's okay. You can just come to the Disability Advocacy Day. You can find the legislators. You can talk to them there. Um, and even if you're a little bit nervous, you're like, I'm not sure if I wanna, if I know what to say or how to say it, you can still come and you can watch other people advocate. And it's kind of like job shadowing, you know, you can just shadow other advocates, watch them do it. And that kind of can help you get a little bit of confidence to share your own story and, and maybe meet a few legislators, meet some other advocates, um, meet some other family members, and kind of just practice talking about the issues and practice speaking up for yourself, practice self-advocacy. Um, yeah, so we'll also um, have some tables there that will be specifically to support people in contacting their legislators. So we'll have 
like a little workshop kind of people to help you learn how to write a letter to your legislator, how to write an email, what you should include. Um, creating a little script if you make a call of what you can say. Um, putting together a social media post that you can post on on your Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. And then just learning about other ways that you can get involved as a self-advocate or as a family member of a person with a disability. Um, and then there'll be organizations there sharing information also about their services and what they do to support people with disabilities. That's awesome. And you and also you mentioned earlier about some other events. Can you explain more about those? Because we mentioned Disability Advocacy Day. Was there any other events you'd like to mention about before we wrap up our podcast episode? Yeah, so there's one. I don't know a ton of details about this one yet, but generally the uh, LCPD, so that's the Legislative Coalition for People with Disabilities, um, they'll generally hold a reception also in the rotunda. And it's kind of a similar, from what I understand, it's a similar layout, just an opportunity for legislators to come and for citizens and self-advocates to come in and kind of talk about some of the issues, learn about some of the issues. Um, I The last I heard, they were planning on doing it that same week, I think Thursday, mm -hmm. January 26th. Um, and so, and that'll also be in the afternoon um, in the rotunda. And so that's another opportunity where you'll be able to go and meet with other advocates and other legislators. That's awesome, Mary. Well, Mary, thank you so much for going to be a part of our podcast. I really appreciate it. Of course. Glad to be here. It's our pleasure to have you. So just a reminder, like Mary mentioned, please stay, please keep an eye on our Facebook page and also our website as our events for what's happening up at the Capitol will be happening on our social medias and website. So keep watch of those. And if you want to be subscribed to our newsletter or any other details, please email us at uddcautah.gov to stay tuned to our to our well, our what's happening up at the Capitol. And also if you are interested in becoming one of our co-hosts for our podcast, please email me at eStokerUtah.gov and I'll put you on the next show. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Have a great, have a great rest of your week. Mm -hmm.